Should the United States be blamed for the 2012 distributed denial of service attacks on American banks, including Chase and Bank of America? Those DDoS attacks are believed to have been launched by Iran in retaliation against Western activities on Iran's nuclear sector. That's according to a secret memo leaked by former National Security Agency contractor Edward Snowden and initially reported earlier this month by the online publication The Intercept and The New York Times. The memo was prepared in April 2013 for then NSA Director Keith Alexander and describes how Iranian officials in 2012 discovered that the United States was preparing cyber attacks on their networks. The memo also points out that Iran has learned from the attacks on its systems. The destructive cyber attack believed to have been launched by Iran in August 2012 on Saudi Aramco that destroyed tens of thousands of computers followed a similar attack four months earlier on the Iranian oil industry. Iran, the memo says, has demonstrated a clear ability to learn from the capabilities and actions of others. Jason Healy is a former White House Director for Infrastructure Protection who coordinated efforts to secure American cyberspace and critical infrastructure. Now the Director of Cyber Statecraft Initiative at the defense think tank, the Atlanta Council, Healy says lawmakers, policymakers, and citizens need to understand what motivates our adversaries to attack us so we can take the necessary steps to defend our critical digital assets. We know about attacks against us, right? You have Alexander and, and Congressman Mike Rogers and others saying, oh, Iran is attacking us. This is terrible and we have to do something about it. Well, then you see this document and wait a minute, we're attacking the out of them. The wiper worm against the Iranian oil companies came before the Iranian wiper attack on Saudi Aramco and Rav gas. When we have our leaders try and rile us up on cyber defense, only hear about what the bad guys did against us. I'm not saying we threw the first punch here. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. I'm saying this document is making it really clear that there's punch-counterpunch going on. It isn't right <laughs> when we're trying to have conversations on issues like deterrence and escalation control. Our leaders are going public with what the bad guys are doing, our adversaries are doing to us, and using that to dominate the debate to say we should be unhindered, less hindered in our response back. By only telling one side of that story, I'm afraid they're poisoning the political debate. Now certainly the people at the top, the, the directors of NSA, the top military leaders, the top oversight congressmen understand both sides. So, so I know that they get it. But to think of all the other discussions that you've been around, Eric, that I've been around, that are going to happen at RSA, that happen around these places where people saying enough is enough, Iran is doing this stuff to us, we need to hit back. They don't know what's going on in this. I think it's poisoning the debate. Deterrence is one avenue of cyber defense, but by the government being more transparent about what motivates our adversaries to attack us could help develop better ways to safeguard our critical IT. If it's just deterrence, then it leads us to say, well, we need to be ready to punch the other guy more so that he stops. A lot of the discussions on deterrence focus around that point. If you're talking about what we're each hitting each other, then escalation control is maybe if we hit the other guy, he'll stop, but maybe we've got to change the way we're hitting him to try and influence him, or maybe there's other ways that we can bring this and, and bring this down. And are there other ways that we can influence them? If we had the more balanced of saying, all right, we're actively hitting them as they're hitting us, I think in the conversations that we have, it brings in more balance to us. That not just in this talk on deterrence and escalation control, but we feel less angered when we hear about what the other guys are doing to us. 
Keeping secret our cyber assaults when our adversaries, such as Iran, could lead to a cycle of more attacks and counterattacks. And in the cyber world, that could endanger more than just the involved governments, as some leading American banks have learned. We're getting ourselves in a space by saying things are so bad, our adversaries are attacking us, we need to hit back more and we need to hit back harder. And the people that are saying that aren't necessarily aware of what this document talks about is that we might have thrown first and we're already throwing. It ends up driving us into saying, all right, we need to be more violent on our, on our side, which can then drive more violence on their side and then more violence on our side. That's escalatory that's going to keep driving itself towards more violence. If you start the conversation with each side is hitting each other, then saying we need to hit back faster and harder is less obviously the right answer. Don't get Healy wrong. He isn't saying the U.S. or its allies shouldn't attack our adversaries in cyberspace, if it's warranted, but for the public to support the government action, they need to understand fully the circumstances that lead up to a cyber attack. Take, for instance, the current negotiations underway known as P5 plus 1 to prevent Iran from developing a nuclear weapon. Expecting that if the P5 plus 1 breaks down in 2015, I would anticipate the Iranians are going to get involved and start taking shots again, like they were against the, the finance sector. And when that happens, I expect the president to say, go ahead, Cyber Command, take shots to disrupt these attacks coming in. That seems to be, I don't, I don't know if I'd go as far as likely for 2015, but I think we, we ought to start getting ready for that. The bank should start getting ready for it. Britain should start getting ready for it. Israel should start getting ready for it. The Gulf monarchy should start getting ready for those attacks. And as we do that, it would be good if we, if the administration recognizes that this is a punch-counterpunch and, and be clear in their comments about that. The need for the government to be transparent about engagements in cyberspace is as critical as they are in the real world, if not more so. After all, for most of us, a drone attack or a military assault on ISIS or Al-Qaeda or the Taliban will have no direct impact on our daily lives. Next time, however, a cyber assault on Iran could result in a retaliatory attack that could do more damage to a bank, and in turn to us, than the inconvenience of not getting immediate access to our accounts created by DDoS attacks, as was the case in 2012. Healy believes the Obama administration needs to make a choice. Should America's cyberspace priority be to defend our networks or to go on the offense? He favors defense. If you care more about defense than you do about offense, there's probably some things that you don't mess with. And right now, the people in the intelligence services and the military don't have that clear a guidance. You know, they're told to stop Iran. Okay, okay, we can do that. We can follow the political orders from our political superiors to stop Iran. We can do that. I would like at least some presidential policy that the default is that defense is the most important. In making those decisions and to get the backing of citizens, the administration must be transparent about the way it uses cyber tools to defend our nation. Sure, there is a need for secrecy, but admitting that we take offensive actions against our adversaries needn't be kept from the public. As the memo prepared for former NSA director Keith Alexander shows, the Iranians already knew about the Western attacks on its key systems. It's the rest of us who were kept in the dark. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.